from Kanfei Nasharim and Jukology. This is the Year of Jewish Learning on the Environment podcast series. This podcast is titled, Let the Land Rest, Lessons from Shemitah, the Sabbatical Year. I'm Rabbi Yonatan Nerol, and I want to share with you about Shemitah, the Sabbatical Year, based on the teaching of Rabbi Noam Yehuda Sender. Shemitah, the Sabbatical Year, comprises a number of the 613 commandments or mitzvot of the Torah. It contains within it the potential to heal some of the brokenness in humanity's relationship with the earth. With today's environmental challenges, these mitzvot may be more relevant and needed today than at any time in Jewish and world history. While the laws of Shemitah for Jews living in Israel are quite numerous and complex, there are four main commandments. The first commandment is that the land should rest, as the Torah says, quote, and the land shall rest a Sabbath to God. This occurs by people refraining from planting, pruning, plowing, harvesting, or engaging in any other form of working the land. The second commandment of Shemitah is that all seventh-year produce is hefker, ownerless and free. The third commandment is for Jews to cancel outstanding debt obligations between each other. The fourth commandment is to sanctify all seventh-year produce by handling it respectfully, consuming it completely, and not doing any business with it. Like the commandment to rest every seven days on Shabbat, Shemitah not only provides physical benefits, but also enables humanity to develop spiritually and experience the unity of creation. It also seems designed to shift how we relate to the earth. Maimonides, one of the greatest Jewish thinkers, wrote that some of the laws of the sabbatical year are meant to make the earth more fertile and stronger through letting it lie fallow. Chief Rabbi Jonathan Sachs commented on this teaching of Maimonides and said, Quote, the Israelites were therefore commanded to conserve the soil by giving it periodic fallow years and not pursue short-term game at the cost of long-term desolation. Shemitah helps us realize that the earth is not merely some resource to be used and abused. If we want to live on the land, it is our responsibility to let it rest. The Torah warns us that if we fail to keep the mitzvah of Shemitah, quote, the, then the land shall enjoy her Sabbaths, end quote when we are expelled from it and it lies barren. When we abstain from working the land during the Shemitah year and relinquish the ownership of its produce, we acknowledge that we do not own the land. This is a crucial insight for our modern world. It provides us with the opportunity to free ourselves from the constant pursuit of material goods and wealth, and the idolatrous illusion that they signify our value and the value of our existence. Shemitah can also help us reflect on the sanctity in our food and help us connect with the source of all things. The way that we treat the land today reflects that humanity has yet to learn the lessons of Shemitah. For example, the slash and burn method of clearing land for agriculture employed globally by both small and large-scale cattle farmers involves cutting the vegetation of a plot of land and allowing it to dry, at which point it is burned. The cleared forest lands are then cultivated for a few seasons until yields decline on the fragile, nutrient-poor soil, used for cattle pasture until it is further degraded and then abandoned. This method of agriculture is a significant driver of tropical deforestation. The United Nations Food and Agricultural Organization reports that deforestation, quote, continues at an alarming rate, about 13 million hectares or 32 million acres per year. Deforestation causes incalculable environmental damage, releasing billions of tons of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere and driving thousands of species of life to extinction each year, end quote. Shemitah teaches us about the needs of the land, our responsibilities to the earth and other people, and the holiness in the world. 
Today's society is in great need of this wisdom, not just to take care of the land itself, but to preserve it for the future of human beings. How can we bring this wisdom into our lives and into the world? Here are some ideas. First, keep track of the Shemitah year so that you can be aware of the cycles of the land. The next Shemitah year will begin on Rosh Hashanah 5775, which is September 2014. Although you are likely not a farmer in Israel, contemplate the significance of a sabbatical year occurring and what that can mean to you personally. Second, Shemitah is a cycle which includes both working and farming years and the rest years. So the values of Shemitah can also enrich our thinking every day, not just during the Shemitah year. Considering the significant impacts that our society is having on the land today, there is much that we can do to rectify this with values that reflect a deeper and more meaningful relationship with the land. For example, we might consider eating more healthy, <clears throat> organic, and local food in order to connect ourselves to the land where we live. Shemitah represents an ideal, a vision that can move us to treat the world around us and its fruits with the sanctity they deserve. May the Jewish people manifest the wisdom of Shemitah and share it with the world. Thank you. For more information on this topic, please visit confeinisharim.org slash learning or jucology.com.